This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is brought to you by ArtBase. Are you managing an art collection, artist studio, or gallery? Is it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, ArtBase is the right software to manage your art business. ArtBase allows you to track your artworks and contacts in an easy-to-use, powerful database. Enter your data just once and use that data to generate reports, offers, contracts, and so much more. They've got a brand new version out now with a whole new look that can be used on the cloud from any location on any device. So what are you waiting for? Go to artbase.com to learn more and be sure to mention Art Tactic for a 15% discount. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Green. Hope everyone's doing well and staying safe. On a personal note, I'm finally back in New York City after being away for several months due to the pandemic. It's so nice to see art in person again. I've had a few opportunities to visit different galleries in the city, say hello, catch up. You know, galleries, at least in New York City, really aren't seeing that many visitors right now. A lot of people still haven't returned to the city, and you can tell the city feels like a holiday weekend every day. There's less people on the street, there's less traffic. So even just visiting the galleries is a great way now to support artists and galleries. So I encourage you to do it wherever you are if you feel safe doing so. In this week's episode of the podcast, we have two guests as we're joined by Thomas Emilinski, founder and developer of Artikur, a technology that aggregates open source data on artists and artworks, providing really unique insights into emerging market trends, and John Paul Ingelin, co-head of 20th Century and Contemporary Art and global chairman at Philips. Earlier this week, it was announced that Artikur and Philips have formed an exclusive partnership So I wanted to have them on to chat about this tool and the technology behind it and how the auction house plans on utilizing it. So we hope you enjoyed the conversation. Thanks so much for downloading and listening. Thomas and John Paul, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. So, Thomas, starting with you, can you introduce us to Artikur? Tell us about the history of it, what exactly it is, and how it works. Artikur is the largest uh, non-price database uh, of art information in the, in, the, in the world. I mean, we've created it and started in 2014. And we've been developing it ever since. Actually, started with, um, and I have to mention my wife's interest in collecting art. And I wanted, to, I was hearing her about how difficult it is to evaluate new artists, you know, like emerging artists. And there was no way to really say, I mean, are they, is this really true what a gallerist is telling her? And so I thought there's so much online information, and why don't I uh, aggregate this information and co- collect it and produce some analytics? And that's how it started. And now we have uh, 16,000 sources, uh, probably million exhibitions, you know, multiple millions of publications. And every day, if I was in front of the demo, I would show you every day we were getting like maybe five to 7,000 new items, you know, new data items. So it's all coming to us, it's automated. And uh, I wanna reach a little bit to my background uh, among many things I've done uh, as a computer scientist, one of them was chief scientist and uh, chief technologist for a, a early search engine, 
Ask Jeeves, which became later Ask.com. And uh, this was a decade ago. And so I'm very familiar with search technology. And essentially, this is a search engine. This is a search engine for arts. So the, the whole thing we do is, 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 is uh, searching and aggregating this information. And as a result, I mean, coming back to my original motivation, I mean, this is an alternative value system when there is no other value point. You know, if you have well-established artists with prices, secondary market, you can, you can, of course, go to Artnet price database and you can see very well it's an excellent source. But what if they don't have secondary market or if they're just beginning to have a secondary market? Or, you know, simply on a given day, you want to see what's going on with this artist. That's where we come through, you know, with our alternative value system, because we score this artist depending on how prominently they are featured in a prominent news outlet. So we definitely don't treat all sources equally. We give more weight to, let's say, New York Times, right, than to some university blog. And we also give more weight to headlines, you know, than to content. And there are many, many heuristics which we've built in. And as a consequence, we we get uh, what we call uptrending artists, you know, like who is uptrending? We can quantify because we are, we are quants, you know, so we can quantify that. And uh, it creates a very interesting trends, you know, these are media trends. And uh, many artists who, are, who made it now, who are emerging stars like Boafo or Julie Curtis, they have done incredible run in, in our system. Like for example, Boafo, grew 25 times in two years. I mean, his share of the media pie, as we call it, uh, grew 25 times. Julie Curtis, seven times. And some of this was post the auctions, but a lot of that was before the auction happened. So before any success in, in, uh, in, the, in the market, in the real market, you know, there was like a, a emerging kind of a anticipate, anticipatory trend, you know, in, in our ticker. Uh, so essentially, what happened was we've been building it uh, mostly as a, to be honest, as a, as, as a tool for us to buy art and invest into art and having some fun. And we met uh, some people in Philips and it was like, great. We had a, one of the most productive, amazing meetings. It was probably a couple of years ago, you know, but that it emerged into into transformed into this relationship which since 2019 we are working together uh, with uh, with technology team and most importantly with people like like jp you know uh, specialists high high level specialists who drive us you know what what is interesting what is not interesting what is important so um, for a year now we've been we've been really uh, working working together and and shaping the product uh, with 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 Philips together with Philips. And John Paul, you've been using Artiker for a couple of years already. How have the insights it offers help you and your colleagues? And it would be interesting to hear some real life examples if you can share them. Sure, I think that um, you know for me it started about two years ago that um, we were. Um, we were talking with 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 some specialists. We were introduced to Thomas and Convert, and and we were talking about what we were seeing in the market and and and, and which artists we we thought you know were interesting to follow. And you know the next thing we know is that these two um, you know computer guys 
are speaking exactly the same language as we do. And they were talking, you know, about Julie Curtins and Ruaffo and Christina Corliss and and uh, we were slightly surprised, you know, it was like, what's going on here? It's like suddenly, you know, your 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 finance department or you know somebody else is start, starting starting to talk your language, and um, and so they they showed us um, Artica. And 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 we were amazed that 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 and immediately understood its value. That suddenly we could look at um, at, at art in a different way. And and we always, you know, the, I think the thing is with the art world, we're, we're all sort of a small world, and we look at the same sources, you know, whether it's art news, um, um, art net, you know, and, 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 and the art forum, and you, you suddenly, um, the bare facts, I mean, all these, these things that we're using, maybe the Brooklyn Rail, you know, and, and, um, but it's, it's a relatively small, small group of data that you go to on a, on a daily basis. And here suddenly you, it, it completely laid it out, the lay of the land. Suddenly with one, with, you know, in one glance, you will really see what's going on, what is important that day in the art world. And um, so if I look at the bulletin today, for example, I see that Elizabeth Payton has the most media coverage she ever had in one day. And so why is that? So you can suddenly understand what's going on and what is behind it. And um, and basically what it did, it confirmed a lot of the hunches that we have, where we all say it's like, um, you know, it's like uh, the feel that you have, you know, your, your instincts, you could suddenly measure them against data. And, and that was extremely um, interesting. I think it was... One of the first things I think now I can't remember whether it was Christina Koalas or, or, or Julie Curtis, but um, you know we were on. So can you imagine that the specialist department and the IT department are seeing that at the same time that she's an interesting artist to follow, um, and that that um, I mean that's a real example. Then you still need to get certain works for sale, and you need to measure whether it, it, it is it too early, is it the right moment or not. So, so there are other consequences that then come in in play. But um, it turned out we were right, and we were right many times. Um, and I think that that was, um, yeah, a real revelation for us. Um, the other thing that, you know, the, the Thomas and Conrad also understand art, that obviously helps, that we didn't know when we first, first were starting to talk with them. Um, and the, the, so, so that makes it easier. But then you, as, I, as the example to show, then it's not only for emerging artists, but as we just talked about, Elizabeth Payton, you know, who's been around for many, many years, suddenly you understand, okay, what's Payton doing why is she suddenly in the news so much um and then the database as, as as thomas says then gives you all these different links so you can then see okay 
let's look into Peyton for uh, saying which other artist is she mentioned which, which collections is she mentioned which, which curators, which museum shows, you know? And so it, it, it really makes, this is a tool that makes our specialists better. And, 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 and you know, we, we do believe in, you know, we, we hired a lot of talents um, in the last years. And, um, and, and we believe in them, but we also want them to give them the tools to, you know, remain on top of their game. Yeah, that's really fascinating. And Thomas, have you looked into trying to measure if there is actually a correlation between art market trends and the media trends? Or do you just view Artikur as a tool that's one more input into the complex equation to try to forecast the trajectory of an artist's market and career? I wouldn't lie, you know, if that was not uh, on my radar screen constantly, you know, I'm getting such a kick, you know, when this happens, you know, and, uh, and, and I can give you a, several kind of anecdotes, which are, which are really interesting. Uh, basically, um, analogies to, you know, like I'm an acade- academic, academic also, you know, so uh, in uh, academia, you know, you look at great papers. I mean, the greatest papers have a lot of citations, you know. Um, other people cite them, right? So in a way, that's equivalent to uh, people writing about art, you know. So my always my saying is uh, that one implication always works. If the paper is great, then it's cited a lot, you know. But not every paper which is cited is great, you know. So there's a lot of pe- papers which may be talked about and cited, and they are not great. Like for example, manuals or stuff like this. Same happens in the in art, you know, like every single artist who made a breakthrough, because that's essentially what I am interested in. I uh, not predicting prices, but predicting who is gonna be the next star of an of an auction. You know, just like um, Boafo was, or Quarles, or Charabalasel, or um, or recently Julie Curtis. You know, this kind of breakthrough event that everybody says, "Wow!" or Messi Wong. You know, recently, and. Each single of them, each single one of them had this emerging media uptrend which preceded that explosion. And we can show it in the graphs, you know, when, uh, when we show the graph, we, we have all those, uh, uh, you know, trends showed there. And um, as I said, Boafo went 24 times up in two years in terms of media coverage proportionally to what he was. And uh, a good five, six times of that, in other words, not everything, was, was pre-auction, was pre-any pricing point. Uh, so uh, that's the point when you can go and tell the uh, consigning specialist uh, in Philips, uh, right, look, I mean, can you look at uh, this artist, you know? And it may as well be the case that it's not going to happen immediately, you know? So, uh, so once... One, you know, one part of implication is really validated. You know, every single uh, uh, event in, in terms of auction breakthrough was preceded by our trend. But when I look at all people who have uptrend, uh, they are for different reasons. You know, some people get an uptrend because something happened, something sensational happened. For example, they political and they active in politics, and artist was arrested or something like that, and it gets a lot of uh, a lot of uh, press. And that's not necessarily an indicator of uh, prices, you know, but uh, but there is I see definitely a correlation uh, and, and we, we, we're going to study it uh, more more carefully. But 
Uh, I can tell you, for instance, I am looking at, uh, and I was talking recently to JP about our art, Article 25 list when I want to look at emerging artists uh, who are not yet uh, secondary market or not secondary market. And I'm identifying this incredible like Alvin, Alvin Ong, you know, and I was just looking at very interesting cases, you know. Uh, now with the current political climate, there's a lot of uh, interesting media coverage for artists who are politically involved, like Jamie Holmes, for example. He created this air pieces, you know, about uh, uh, about uh, current events and uh, the, 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 you know, the death of George Floyd and, and and he's a great artist himself. I mean, I look at his paintings, but he would never get this kind of amplification without this uh, press, you know, but these are completely unknown artists before, you know, and we, we see them very early. So I would say, uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to probably ever tell, okay, well, is Basquiat going to go for even more, you know? Also, I can see his media trend. But when you go earlier, who is going to be the next uh, Boafo, then uh, that's what I see this, you know, system really, really helpful. Uh, you know, not 100%. I mean, I'm, I cannot tell you, you know, just consign this, but uh, but uh, significant number. You know how venture capitalists uh, invest into startups, right? They say, well, I'm going to invest into, you know, 20 of them and, you know, maybe two, three of them are going to make it. That's that's great. That's already great batting average, you know. I mean, we can be- get better than this, you know. Uh, and uh, and if if a few out of ten ma- make it big, like like the ones which which you mentioned, I mean, we feel like we we are very successful, you know. But I just I don't want to minimize also the fact that it is a, a signal, it's alternative value kind of graph, which uh, is good to know. In any case, you know, it just aggregates entire biography of an artist till now, you know, and it tells you, uh, it, it tells you how are they doing. In other words, you, it, it uh, quantifies when someone says, you know, he's well known or she's well known or she's uptrending. So let, well, let's check with article. Doesn't seem so. <laughs> That's why some galleries don't like them, don't like us, because we look at, oh, well, maybe, but not, not so much. And, and then we show them Boapo and Curtis and stars who just shoot up, you know. Uh, but, you know, generally, I think that what Conrad would always say, my, my collaborator and son also, by the way, <laughs> uh, he says that, you know, any, any event is, any uh, auction event is, is preceded by, you know, exhibitions, by, uh, by uh, important articles, you know. These guys don't come out of nowhere, you know. I mean, uh, why? Because, uh, and as JP said, you know, when, when a specialist consigns an artist, they look at who, is, who wrote about them and, 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 you know, how many, where did they exhibit? Is it a good place? Is it a good publication? So we aggregate this in the form of this graph, you know. So uh, that's where I see, you know, that's where I see this. But, but, Definitely, if it didn't predict, uh, if, it, if it was had nothing to do with market trend, then it wouldn't be useful, you know. So it has to, we, we, we are addressing this very actively, but I think, you know, it is. John Paul, we've talked about you and your colleagues using Artiker, but the tool, or at least part of it, seems to be available right now on the Philips website, so your clients can actually take advantage of it. How can they engage with Artiker on your website, and how do you see this being beneficial to them as collectors? 
I think so. Currently, um, we we basically give the bulletin highlights on the um, on the on the website. So that basically, if you want to know what what are the main stories that are going on in 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 in, in the media, so if you I would analyze the media in the art world, that's 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 the the summary. That's the view that you get. That is currently. Um, available on the website. There will be, you know, from September also onwards, you know, when you go to artist pages on the website, you'll get the main details from Artticker there also. Um, eventually, there will be a form of um, sort of a, a, a lighter form or a more curated form of Artticker on our website for people to use. You know, Philips.com should be the place that people go to on a regular basis, to you know, ideally on a daily basis, to see what's going on in the art world. You know, what transactions can 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 I do? Whether that's at auction or at our you know private sale gallery for art or perpetual for watches or, or flawless for jewelry. So um, that it that it becomes part. If you're interested in art. You know that website is part of your your daily routine. Um, I think that's the, um, the 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 main thing. But if you you know you're interested in a certain artist, you're interested in uh, Noah Davis. You know then you know you go to our website, you look at Noah Davis, you see what's going on from a commercial point of view, but you can also discover what's going on from a media point of view and which articles therefore you should read. So I, I should add to, to Jean-Pierre what, what he said, because we just had a discussion yesterday with the development team about those artist pages. So now, uh, you know, if you are a blue chip artist, you have, you have quite a bit there on the Philips page, but, but it doesn't extend to the coverage uh, of less known artists like we have. So what you will see, hopefully within a month or to the end of September, it would be, uh, let's say uh, we take uh, Somaya Critchlow, who is like an emerging artist, which I found uh, in, in our article 25, which I literally just saw the name, I mean, uh, of a British artist, you know, very interesting, you know. So you go there and you will see headlines, you will see news, but you also see history of media how it evolved, how she evolved, when did she start, when were her biggest events, and most importantly, which I didn't mention, you will see related artists. You know, so what we do is we look at artists who are commentioned the most with the given artist, and that's fascinating uh, source. I'll tell you the anecdote which really made my day. Uh, so this, you know, this is basically a list of artists who, for various reasons, stylistic or some other. They went to school together. They listed as uh, as related to, to to this artist, which and then we we can go and show pages for those. So recently we had a we had an interview with uh, uh, one of uh, one of the I think it was uh, it was Artnet News or Baron or one one of those, and we and and the reporter said, well, uh, what is this? Uh, you, you guys said it's related to feature. For example, she mentioned this young artist Otis Kwame. And she said, well, you know, for me, you know, he is connected with two people, with Boafo, because, you know, he 
similar style and their contemporaries and and Kahinda Wiley and uh, and my son in the in the in the process when she was speaking he pulled out the page and this was the two top related artists using our algorithm so I said like it's almost like I I could have you know I could have had a friend ask me this question because uh, it was like as if she knew the result and she didn't you know uh, essentially you know data confirmed entirely had had obviously good knowledge of art, you know, because she was she she studied this painter, you know. So we we will have this related artists which will help also clients, right? Because they will say, okay, well, you know, I'm collecting this one, but wait a minute, I I see names which I I don't know. Let me look at those names, and we will have pages with uh, with a lot of more information than than now. I, I wanna, I wanna, I'm hoping, aspiring that this will be the best pages for artists because it will be dynamically well, changing. You know, we'll update them daily. But it, it does exactly what I said there at the beginning, um, Adam. It says that, you know, you have a feel, you think you, you know, because of the knowledge and the experience, you, you, you form an opinion, and then you can actually test that to Artec, Ticker, and then. And then basically that makes you ask questions, right? And, and, you know, is that indeed true? Is it not true? If it's not true, why? You know, and, um, and that makes you stronger. Yeah, it, it makes you, you know, asking questions makes you wiser. And therefore it makes our specialists better. And I think that's, um, uh, that's therefore extremely important. And as a client, you suddenly have that service. You know, you can easily test your own knowledge against something. And, and, you know, price, as we all know, is not, yes, it's an important factor. Uh, you know, we all look at Artnet, it's part of our daily lives, but it's not the only thing. Um, because, you know, it's not only about money. So, um, uh, so you therefore can use a different value set. And, and, and we think it's important enough and good enough to uh, not good enough. It's spectacular. Therefore, for our clients to use, and bit by bit, they will find more and more art taker in, in the time to come on our on Philips.com. Well, it sounds like a really fascinating tool, and it's really interesting to hear about some of the related artists and the different features it has, and some of the results. So, we'll continue to check the Philips page to see how much of it continues to be exposed to the public. Thomas and John Paul, thanks again for coming on the podcast and speaking with us about it. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam, to give us this uh, opportunity. Thanks to ArtBase for sponsoring this week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast. Are you managing an art collection, an artist studio, or even a gallery? Is it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, ArtBase is the right software to manage your art business. ArtBase allows you to track your artworks and contacts in an easy-to-use, powerful database. You enter your data once, and you can use that data to generate reports, offers, contracts, and so much more. And guess what? They've got a brand new version out with a whole new look that can be used on the cloud from any location on any device. How convenient. So go to ArtBase.com today to learn more, and be sure to mention ArtTactic for a 15% discount.